0: The Utah Jazz blast the Houston Rockets as expected. They move to their fourth straight win of the year. They do it because, frankly, the Jazz are so good, they dictate how games are played. That's coming up on Postcast. Postcast is also brought to you by the store at 6200 South and also located right down by the Gateway, where Mudside cookies make you happy after Jazz wins each and every time, or you might see Ron Boone hanging out at the Gateway store downtown. All right, Jazz blast the Houston Rockets, because that's a fun little uh, way to say it. But really, the story to me, Ron, is we watched the Rockets play Dallas. They, they're they not a good team. They're not going to win a lot of games. They're not here to win games. But we watched them. They were able to run. They were able to get out the open court. They were able to do a lot of different things. They did none of those against the Jazz. While this game mattered, they were in the half court 88% of the time. The league average is about 20% of your possessions are in transition, or about 80% of your possessions are in the half court. They were at 88, and they couldn't score. They were yeah. 0.5 points per half-court possession. That is horrendous mm-hmm. league average. Point per possession is 1.1. So this is, to me, just a sign of that the Jazz are so good that they dictate games.
1: Well, they took away the strength of, of the Houston Rockets. Now, the Houston Rockets are not a very good half-court team. You just mentioned that. But the strength of this team, what we saw on film, was getting up and down the floor, pushing the ball, using their speed, and... and well, a couple of guys have some tremendous amount of athleticism, but they took away the strength, forced the Rockets to take the ball out of the net, and they just look like just a team that's young and, and th- does not know how to get it done.
0: Number one half-court defense in the league last year because of Rudy Gobert mm-hmm. and everything else. Are, are you seeing anything different about the Jazz defense this year than – years than we saw last year when they were really the best defense in the league but is there anything different you're seeing in the Jazz? I, I,
1: not so much in this basketball game here i thought i thought the offense is what really took care of the basketball game here for them tonight because they were scoring at an over 50 percent clip but in the ball game against the sacramento kings i did see it you know because that's where they had to to buckle down they had to take away the strength uh, of uh, of the sacramento kings in the in transition and in the half court and so in that ball game i did this ball game here, I thought the offensive did the job.
0: I was checking the chat just there. No, I did not say mudslide cookies are free after a Jazz win. Just that they're <laughs> good after a Jazz win. They make you happy. Uh, I think our Jazz fans probably want to talk about Eric Paschal mm-hmm. and the way he's played, taking the George Niang role. He's a very different mm-hmm. player. He's actually shot it pretty well, which we didn't expect. He's a thirty-three percent three-point shooter, but his size does some things mm-hmm. for this team, and his athleticism does some things.
1: Boy, for it gives them some strength. Down there on the block. I mean, he's six foot six and two hundred and sixty pounds, and so it, it, he can play that power forward position. And when I say power, I mean he has the power down there to not get pushed around. We notice how well he rebounds. I didn't expect that as well. We were, were questionable. I was questionable whether or not he was what kind of three-point shooter he could turn out to be. He's been making those shots. I mean, I just not have not been a fan of a guy that gets so high off the floor. Uh, to shoot a, a jump shot that he can have a, a pretty good touch.
0: You know, the thing about mm-hmm. him was out of Villanova was the book. was He was going to be a really good NBA player as a complement to mm-hmm. really good players. Mm-hmm. That he passes the ball, he rebounds, he can switch defensively. That you put him on a team with really good players and Pascal would really thrive. He went to Golden State, Steph and Draymond got hurt. He didn't play with him at all. And the next year he played the bench unit without Stephen Draymond. I almost never got to play with him. So we're seeing him get to play with really good players right now and and be able to play off of them and play with an advantage and I I think you it, it, were seeing all the strengths because of that.
1: Yeah. I I totally agree with you there and and I'm sure that as the season goes on his his minutes will increase. Uh will he have, get a chance to play that five position on, from time to time when teams go small I I think he can do it uh strictly because uh, he, he's even though he's only six foot six, he does not get pushed around in the paint. And I think he can switch one through five. Well
0: what's interesting is the question was when Rudy Gay comes back, mm-hmm. you know, the thought always was the Pascal slides out mm-hmm. of the rotation. Mm-hmm. Pascal's playing well enough that you probably have to try to find ways. But the way you'd find it is have him play the five or replay the five. But Hassan Whiteside's playing so well right now, you're not about to take him out of the rotation. So you just are seeing a lot more depth out of the Utah Jazz. That's the
1: luxury that Quinn Snyder will have. I don't think, and you'll think it's a luxury. You're, I think it would end up being a problem there. But Rudy Gay can probably play the, the three position, uh, the two. And, uh, you know, he's just going to make this team better uh minutes and who's playing the the best on on a particular night we'll probably see those minutes but i think it's a luxury Be- why because you know every team has uh problems with guys getting hurt right. during the course of the year uh all of a sudden uh david lock's not playing as well so we're gonna cut his minutes there for a minute until you know that that right. type so of thing earlier
0: mm. today vince lacarza wouldn't let me shoot threes and now you're kind of like, exactly that's, that's that's right threes. uh kevin <laughs> asks is the best defense in the league even better is that even possible And the answer to whether that's possible or not, Ron, is yes, because if Hassan Whiteside is more impactful than Derek Favors, we can be a better defensive team. Is Hassan Whiteside a better defensive center than Derek Favors?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I think as far as protecting the rim, he is. um, And uh, Derek was awfully good. uh, And I think, you know, Derek uh, position defense may have been pretty good. I don't think Derry got pushed around. I think but what I'm saying with uh, Whiteside, you know, he he, he gives a lot and, and uses his height, but he's a rim protector, more of a rim protector. So I think the, the defense of, of Whiteside, I, I would take that over Derrick Faber.
0: He's just so much bigger, right? right. He's got a, he's seven one, he's got a mm-hmm. seven five uh reach, which is a huge part of it. Um Mitchell says when Houston went on the run of the third quarter, what were they doing to beat us?
1: I think the jazz lost focus. I don't think there was anything that they were doing special that they hadn't tried all see C- all all ball game long. And that was the reason Quinn called that quick timeout. They got the lead, got down to 20, I think a 20, 22. And Quinn calls a timeout. And, um,
0: I mean, it's not like you lose 26 point leads against not very good teams. I mean,
1: who yeah. would possibly do a thing
0: like that where you lose a 26 point uh, lead against really, one of the teams that's tanking? Let this me league?
1: see. Let me see. The LA team? Was it an LA oh, team? Oh, the
0: Lakers. Yes, that's, that's nice. who it was, right.
1: Oh, oh, breaks my heart. Sorry.
0: Oh, that's too bad. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry that happened. The Rockets played the Lakers twice coming up here in LA. So the Rock, Lakers have the easiest schedule. Uh, ever. One other question coming in, and then I'll show you guys something cool. Donovan has started off slow in early season every year in his career. He'll probably right the ship in a month or two. Do you think that Donovan just is off to a little bit more of a slow start? Uh, are you seeing anything about his game?
1: I don't see anything, and I wouldn't worry about it either because I, I think Donovan is definitely uh, will get it together. His shots are a little bit short. They're hitting the front of the rim, uh, but he's doing other things, and believe me, that it, it will start to fall. Actually, he's too good talking, of a shooter.
0: You're making a great point. If you're talking to the coaches, They actually think Donovan's playing great. Mm -hmm. He's moving the ball. His point guard reads are better. Like, they think he's playing great. They they think this is some of the best basketball they've ever seen him play. So, they're very, very pleased with what they're seeing out of Donovan. All right, before we wrap tonight, uh, here's a kind of a cool scene. So, this is crowd coming down, and Jordan Clarkson and Jalen Green are going to address the crowd and talk to them on Filipino Heritage Night Mm -hmm. because tonight was the first time ever that two Filipino players have played against each other in an NBA game. And uh, the game was televised back to the Philippines tonight. So, cool night for the two of them. And they'll be coming out. uh, Rockets TV announcer Craig Ackerman will be interviewing them um, as well coming up. So, kind of a cool scene here as the fans trickle down uh, to those seats for that. Quite a few people. And nice job by the Rockets to put on uh, today's job. They're
1: still coming in. This is going to be quite a crowd. I know.
0: It's a good crowd. All right. That wraps us up tonight. Thank you very much. This has been Postcast. Uh, What day of the week is it? Thursday this locked is locked on jazz tomorrow morning from Chicago at some point I went yeah this is I Thursday got like 11, 10 hours sleep last night it's crazy I'm trying to sleep it's a new thing for me I just decided not to do it for like five years thought maybe I should mix it into the routine this year see ya